Hello, this is Patrick Ball. How are you on this fine day? Welcome to On The Fly, a podcast about whatever comes to mind, really. In this episode, Rediscovery. Dateline, March 1989. Surrounded by a city of motorhomes that had sprung up overnight in the middle of a normally windswept California desert, the question on everyone's mind was this. How will we know when the space shuttle arrives? During my search for something to share with you this week, I was reminded of a significant event that took place 54 years ago. Tranquility Base here, the Eagle, has landed. It was July 20th, 1969. Apollo 11 successfully landed on the moon. This event brought back a flood of memories of how much the space program had captivated me. As someone who enjoyed reading science fiction, witnessing mankind's greatest achievement was not a fictional experience. Twenty years later, Lori, my friend Bill Vedetto, and I embarked on a two-hour drive from Santa Monica, California to Edwards Air Force Base with high hopes of witnessing the space shuttle Discovery touchdown in California. Weather permitting, of course. Otherwise, the landing would be diverted to the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Fortunately, luck was on our side. The high desert winds were calm. The skies were clear. And the early morning air was cool and crisp. Everyone waited with anticipation as the shuttle entered the Earth's atmosphere, and the sonic blast of boom, boom, resonated through the air. It signaled arrival. That's how you will know, everyone exclaimed with excitement. It was 6.35 a.m., March 18, 1989. The space shuttle Discovery made its return from mission STS-29, landing swiftly and quietly on runway 22 at Edwards Air Force Base. We were captivated by the sight, with many rushing to take photos and others adjusting their telescopes for the best view. As we looked up with amazement, the shuttle glided towards the runway with impeccable precision flawlessly deploying its landing gear and parachute before touching down with a screech of its tires. The large crowd erupted with applause. Recently, well, it's been 10 years ago now, we had the opportunity to see another shuttle, the Endeavour. This time, close up at the California Science Center in Los Angeles. It had been eight 1,856 days since we saw the last shuttle, and NASA's space shuttle program has since been retired. Over 30 years of spaceflight and more than 130 missions. 
Four shuttles remain to educate and inspire future generations of explorers. First, Enterprise at the Intrepid Sea Air and Space Museum in New York. Second, Discovery at the Stephen F. Udvar Hazy Center near Washington Dulles International Airport. Third, Atlantis at the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex. And fourth, the Endeavor at the California Science Center, Los Angeles. NASA Administrator Charles Bolden said, These facilities we've chosen have a noteworthy legacy of preserving space artifacts and providing outstanding access to U.S. and international visitors. So if you plan to visit the California Science Center, I recommend you arrive early. Tickets are now free, and you will have the opportunity to see the orbital vehicle up close. During our visit, we had an opportunity to speak with a retired engineer who worked at Rockwell International during the construction of Endeavour from 1987 through 1991. One of my questions was this, what are the windows made of? Quartz, he said. Endeavour completed 25 missions into space, including the first service mission to the Hubble Space Telescope and the first mission to add U.S.-built components to the International Space Station. These highlights and much more are available in the exhibit on a large screen video with beautiful footage. 24 years later, another two-hour drive, this time from Vista, California, with a broad smile once again, Lori and I experienced the delight of rediscovery. I'm Patrick Ball. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.